For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're doubling down on news and talk with two full hours now from 4 to 6 during the KRMG Afternoon News. 509 here on KRMG this Friday afternoon, tracking this uh, rain and storm system moving across town. Texters here at 918-460-KRMG telling us that while they've been uh, in the rain, kind of stuck in traffic, their car thermometer is reading in the 70s. So it gives a nice little break. But as soon as they get out of it, it's back up to over 100 degrees, which we still are in Tulsa this afternoon. That's all going to finally come to an end this weekend. About this time last week, we were chatting live with ABC News correspondent Alex Stone. He was in Hawaii talking about the devastation there and the destruction from those wildfires. He's back in California today, but still keeping an eye on this situation. And Alex, I understand now uh, that we're getting more context on who lost their lives, but they're still looking for a lot of people. Yeah, still a, a big effort, Skyler. So we knew this was going to come but at some point uh, through DNA, and, and now it has come that they've been able to identify the first child uh, among the along the, the with the human remains that they've been finding that they've collected, and it is a seven-year-old Tony Takafua, uh, who is uh, he was he lived in Lahaina with his family, and he's now been identified. Yeah, this comes during a controversy on Maui. There is a growing conspiracy theory out there, and a lot of it's being fueled by social media and quote-unquote investigative reporters who uh, do social media who have flown in to uncover the truth, that they, the, the state is hiding uh, the, the number of children who have been killed. The state is saying, look, the, the, this takes DNA. They know that there are children who were killed. Yes, school was out that day because of the wind, and there were probably children who were in those homes. They know based on just the, the size of the human remains that there are kids, but they don't know who they are yet. Do they need DNA to match it to? In many cases, the entire family was killed, and the, the governor has been saying this. There are children, um, because as I've shared, one car, for example, had a family of four. And it's grim when you think about it that they know there are children based on the, the size of what they're finding, the, the skulls, the teeth, the bones. The victims were essentially cremated. Um, but the DNA is, is taking time to come back. So despite all these claims and people showing up at news conferences yelling, where are the children and, and all of that, the county says that they are working on that right now, that they, are, they know there will be more, that, but it takes a while to, to get the results on it and, and the effort's underway right now. Alex, I know there are a couple of lists out there. What's the difference in this new list of 388 people who are missing and then there's another list with the FBI with over 1,100 names on it? Yeah, it's really the, the same list, but, but kind of to, to explain what's going on, that the, the county did not do in the early days of the, the wildfire a list of the missing. So grassroots groups and organizations in town, they did their own. And then all of a sudden you had multiple lists that were out there. I think there were three or four. There was kind of one main one that was by a, a local group of people who did it. People were mainly using that one, but there were some other ones out there as well. And it just wasn't working. I mean, you, you know, there were... 
the same names on both lists. Some names weren't on some of the lists. Some of the names were only first names. Nobody knew if they were real. Nobody was taking names off. So the FBI now has come in trying to cross-reference all of those lists and figure out where all those people are. They've got about 1,100 names on their list, but many of them are only a first name. So, you know, it's Jim. Well, who was Jim? How do they ever find just Jim? You know, no contact info, no last name. They can't put that, the, the name out there. Everybody knows a Jim who lived on Maui at some point, and then they would get inundated. So what they have done is they have now released, what, 388, what they're calling verified names. These are people who they have a first and a last name and a point of contact. They have tried to contact them at a cell phone number or a mailing address or something. They cannot find them. They don't know where they are. And so now they're putting the name out there, trying to crowdsource it, saying, if you know this person who lives on Maui, if you know that they're alive, let us know. If it is you, let us know. The police chief's saying this. We are asking, if you're on this list, please contact the FBI number provided. If you know the person is safe, please contact the FBI number provided or email mpd at unaccounted at mpd.net. They want to bring that number down. The, the cadaver dogs are still in searching today. The, the number of dead has been right around. It's actually been at 115 for most of this week. It has not been going up. But as they're getting into now the commercial buildings have burned and the multi-story residential buildings, they do believe the numbers are going to go up. Uh, but they've had a lot of people who are not identified, a lot of human remains that are going to take DNA. They've got to have DNA to match it, too. They don't have that, so they need people to come forward and say, I know this person, I know they're alive, take them off the list as they try to figure out who are the, the dead. And it's a slow process. And, and now they're kind of going out publicly and crowdsourcing and saying, help us out. We don't know who, where these people are. Alex, I know, I don't know what time or uh, what day it was that you left there, but by the time you left, was there any sense of normalcy in, in part of the island for folks or was it still just complete uh, focus on this? Yeah, I mean, if you went down to, like, Wailea, which is the other big resort area, and uh, the, the town around the airport, it was pretty normal. Um, the, the, really, it was in the, the heart of Kanapali and Lahaina, the, the area of West Maui, where it was a disaster zone. And, in fact, the, the governor is now saying it's time to come back. They want vacationers to begin booking trips to Maui again, not to Kanapali, the, the big resort area. That's going to be a long time. No, obviously not to Lahaina. But other places on the island, they need the money. This brings up, you know, there has been many, many years of debate. Those on the island who say they don't want it to be a tourist attraction. They don't want tourists there. But the bottom line is that's why Maui is Maui to most people in the lower 48. There is a history there, a culture there, but it is a vacation spot of these mega resorts. And even though some of the mega resorts in Kanapali aren't going to be open for a while, they're saying book elsewhere. That's where the money comes from on the state. They need people coming in or the, the, the island, the, the county of Maui does not survive. And so they're saying now is the time. It is controversial, but already the governor is saying it is time to come back. It is time to vacation. And so in many areas of the island, yeah, it's, it's almost like normal. ABC's Alex Stone with us on the latest out there in Maui as they continue their search and their efforts to identify victims. Alex, thank you. You got it. Thanks, Tyler. Have a good weekend. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.